party people welcome back all right we're at home we're back in new york the big apple we're back uh no longer doing uh hostage type videos uh from a guest room you know who do we get in the streets this morning kevin that is right happy w draft day uh, a lot of uh Haley van lip how about that entering the portal that was pretty wild how huh? super teams in the college world we got sneeps here milo milo we're going to talk about this we got colin newsome in the chat mac attacks here we the people the common man snoopaloop garen's here stubs sneep sneeps we got camera quinn the chickens perfect cereal in the house courtside good morning good morning good morning uh do me a favor let's let's engagement farm the hell out of this stream let's uh like this show like the stream subscribe to teamy hold and put hashtag rudy into the chat into the chat yeah you scammer the beard comes up i know we had to do uh there was a little uh a little content you might be getting tomorrow so had to had to trim down, had to trim down. Ooh, Stone Cold in the house. There we go. Josh Ness is here. Sean Grant, good morning. All the gang's all here. The gang's all here. Uh, we got an exciting week. Exciting week. We we say goodbye to the Houston Rockets. We say goodbye to the San Antonio Spurs, the Dallas Mavericks, the Washington Wizards. We don't have to talk about them anymore, although we do have to talk about the Mavericks a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> we've got some great stuff this week, though. So tomorrow, I'm, I'm figuring out the timing. One, I'm going to, uh, today, actually, excuse me. We'll have a live before lock for the baseball side of things. Uh, we're going to take a look at some stacks. I believe lock is uh, in the afternoon again today. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do a live before lock esque show to get us ready for the playoffs because that locks tomorrow for the playing game. Uh, so we've got that. Uh, Mike, you get a whitelist email from VV. I, I don't know, honestly. I feel like I instant delete all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so we've got that going on. We've got, what else do we have? What else do we have this week? The 89 Cavs will return. We'll have some shot tank. We'll have some playback. We got a little bit of everything. Uh, stay, keep an eye on the short form content too. If you guys saw on Friday, we dropped our Denver Nuggets, good thing, bad thing. Uh, so we've got a bunch of those coming out this week. We've got a little mustache content. We've got, although this isn't really a mustache, but this is, I didn't have a big beard at the time. So we, we, we work with what we got. You know what I mean? We work with what we got. Uh, so a lot of content coming at you this week. So as always stay tuned, follow us on Twitter. Uh, there's still time. We're doing a massive, so rare giveaway, um, that we're going to announce. I mean, that we're announcing the winners today. So if you haven't gone over to our Twitter, uh, you can find it there on team hold NFT. We, uh, Firing up, uh, we're giving away a Rudy Gobert rare, which we'll talk about Rudy, Andrew Wiggins limited, um, uh, Tyrese Maxi rare, and there's another limited, maybe a Sabonis limited too. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on, a lot of good stuff. Uh, let's, uh, all right, let's, we're going to cover, like Colin was asking what's the schedule for the playing game. So I believe that, that tips off tomorrow, uh, the play-in. And we got Miami and Atlanta. We get Toronto and Chicago. Um, so tomorrow, I'm sorry, Atlanta and Miami is tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern. Minnesota against the Lakers at 10 Eastern. Then the eight nines play each other on Wednesday. You get the Bulls and the Raps, uh, OKC and the Pels. And then on Friday, uh, the winner of the nine tens plays the loser of the seven eight. So there we go. Um, all right. One more time before we get into and talk about Rudy, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Rudy. So, 
Everybody saw this on Twitter yesterday, I'm sure. Uh, no one was actually watching the game, but I'm sure you saw it on Twitter. So uh, right before halftime, uh, Kyle Anderson told Rudy to block some more shots, and then Rudy punched him in the chest, <laughs> and then Rudy was sent home. Uh, I mean, that's incredible. I don't remember the last time uh, a player was sent home by the organization. I think that's that's like that he got to put in timeout so bad that they sent him home. Um, I don't, I, again, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I'm sure it's not the only time a player has been sent home. I mean, players have been ejected before, right? I don't remember the last time a player was like, Hey man, it's actually better if you go home. Uh, so that was, that was nuts. Um, and listen, I mean, you can overreact all you want, right? Uh, yeah, they almost fought in the locker room too, apparently. Um, Minnesota won the game. And I, I mean, that is a stupid, stupid loss for the New Orleans Pelicans. Ant-Man is awesome dude anthony edwards kind of i mean he had some dumb plays in that game but like truly made that w happen um so minnesota getting that w even though rudy goes to get sent home we'll talk more about rudy too uh even though he gets sent home minnesota gets the w they will take on the lakers in the <laughs> excuse me in the first in the um sorry in the seven eight game <laughs> so i i minnesota screwed uh, Minnesota is screwed and, and they're screwed in the sense that this is like, this is going to be something that they're going to have to deal with, like for the foreseeable future. So Rudy over the next couple of years makes like 31 million, 34 million, and then 36 million per year. Like that's how the salary goes up. Uh, but even in the short term, right. Uh, I do, does Rudy play in the playing game? Because like, do they just keep like, so maybe the organization decides, no. I mean, maybe the organization decides, yeah, dude, it's fine. We handled it. He left at the halfway point. Like, he apologized. The team voted on it. They decided he could play. Does, does the NBA suspend him? I, because I, I feel like if he had punched another player on another team, right, if that happened, I feel like he would get suspended for a game, no? So I wonder, I wonder if the NBA, my guess is the NBA doesn't do anything because we're going to talk about the Mavericks here in a second. And I just think that's going to be par for the course for the NBA. They're just not going to address it. So anyways, there's a shot. The team doesn't let Rudy play. There's a uh, team uh, shot. The NBA doesn't let Rudy play. Um, anyways, the Wolves will be playing the Lakers in the first game. The Wolves are also without, shout out Aaron Borland, who brought this up before like the mainstream media did. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, the all defensive team NBA player, most likely is not, not going to be able to play the game because he punched the wall going into half, punched the wall, fractured his hand. Uh, so I, Minnesota is in trouble. Minnesota is in trouble here. I mean, the Lakers too, we'll talk about the Lakers a little bit more, but I mean, obviously it's not a great matchup. Uh, and the winner of that game will take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Sean said, did the NBA suspend Draymond? I think they pretend everything's all good because they spent too much on him. No, they didn't suspend Draymond. Draymond was away from the team for a little bit, but they didn't suspend him. Uh, was it a clear punch or kind of a push? It's kind of hard to tell. I'm leaning punch though. Yeah. I listen, I don't think, I mean, to long story short, the NBA is not going to do anything. The NBA is not going to do anything. So anyways, Minnesota is going to play the Lakers in the first round. That was, that was a storyline from yesterday. Shout out Rudy Gobert because everybody thought like, listen, last day of the season, Pretty boring. Not a lot going on. And then Rudy decided to punch Bones Highland and Mason Plumley. Got into it. Uh, that was weird. 
Uh, but okay, I wanted to. So, anyways, that I think that's it on Minnesota. I don't want to talk about them too much because, like, I just don't think it matters. Um, I think Minnesota, like, best case scenario, Minnesota plays Denver and loses in five in the first round. I don't think Minnesota has a real shot. Uh, and this proves it. This just like proves it. I don't think they can win a series. <clears throat> uh, but I and Liz and you know I know there was a conversation around this in the Discord. I mean, this really will go down as one of the worst trades of all time. When this is said and done, this is going to be on the Pantheon. This is going to be top tier, <clears throat> top tier worst trades of all time. And because I, I just the contract alone, just the contract alone for Rudy, who is clearly declining in defensive abilities. I mean, that statistics back that up. The defensive debt, defensive analytics are already pretty bad. Um so just the contract of Rudy, like Rudy for Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler is not better than Rudy. We can relax on that. He's not better than Rudy. However, he's a rookie. He's going to be on a rookie deal. He's shown that he can do like a B minus version of him with some offensive upside. That doesn't include the all of the assets they got, right? So they got one of the Lakers first round picks for uh Vanderbilt and uh who else went over Beasley they got all of those picks for the next five years and they don't have to pay Rudy which is like the biggest thing and Minnesota now is going to be in this weird spot where their their contract stuff is going to be a mess and because you're paying Cat because you're going to be paying Anthony Edwards and because you're now paying Rudy Gobert you're, you're not going to have any flexibility. And that's why there's already been murmurs. I think the Athletic reported this before um, of like, you know, if they're going to make a move, it's Carl Anthony Towns, which is insane. Which is insane. Now, who knows? Maybe they go out, they win this game against the Lakers. They go six or seven games against the Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't know. I think the trade sits right behind Simmons and Harden on the bad trade pantheon. You know, oh, well, yeah, because I guess what did the the net? Well, yeah, but you say that though. But did, what did the Nets? I guess they. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That was pretty bad. But anyways, that is going to go down. That is going to go down as one of the worst trades I think. When all is said and done. Um. Anyway, so that's it. Let's talk about Dallas. Let's talk about Dallas for a second because I, I was kind of annoyed that this happened on a Friday night and we couldn't talk about it. Um, so, I mean, you guys all know that uh, Dallas is in the playoffs, uh, on Wednesday, Luca comes out and he's like, we're not tanking. I'm playing the rest of the way. And then on Friday, a flurry of news comes out around like two o'clock, right? Where it's like Kyrie's not playing. Josh Green's not playing. Christian Wood's not playing. Luca's playing a quarter. And the reason Luca played was because it was Slovenian night. That was the only reason Luca played Slovenian night. So they go out there, they lose a the game to the Bulls. Uh, they almost won it. The Bulls, who were also sitting DeRozan, Levine, and everybody else, they went out there, uh, and like both teams wanted to lose. So Dallas gets the loss. They lose again uh, yesterday to the Spurs by like 14,000. And then, so now they, you know, secure basically a lottery pick. Um, Jason Kidd pretty, was pretty blunt in a press game, uh, press conference after the game where he's kind of like, yeah, you're going to have to talk to the organization. Uh, the organization decided they basically said they didn't want to win anymore uh, and they wanted to focus on the future. And then the NBA immediately announces they are launching an investigation into the Mavericks, which to me is the funniest shit in the world. And I saw Milo at the top of the show in the comments said, uh, could they lose their first round pick? There's no, like, yes, they technically could. There's no way this happens. 
Because if it does happen, they then have to, it sets this precedent that they're going to have to like, not retroactively, because you're not going to go back and punish other teams. But there's just like what we saw Portland do. Kevin Knox was playing 35 minutes a game. A guy named Jonathan Williams. Right? Uh, Chicago, resting all of their guys. San Antonio, tanked for an entire year. Houston Rocket. Well, I don't even know if the Rockets tanked. Um, so, like, yes, they did. You know, they basically came out and admitted it. Uh, you see Mark Cuban's reaction um, when they missed the shot because they the Mavericks had a chance. To, I don't know if it was to tie or to win the game there at the end. And Cuban kind of like puts his head in his hands and then like comes out and smi is smiling. Um, so I don't know. Uh, Perfect Serial said, isn't there a 24% chance uh, 11 to 14 move up in the draft and make them lose their pick? There is a shot. Yeah. Uh, but Chicago had their spot locked. Well, no, because no, Chicago moves up if Dallas wins. Right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure like Dallas and Chicago were like right neck and neck. <clears throat> but wait, why is it okay to throw game? You know what I'm saying though? That's still throwing the game. So I don't know. I, I still don't think they can do it. But isn't the difference that Dallas wasn't technically eliminated? Portland wasn't technically eliminated when they started this three weeks ago. Jonathan Williams is playing for like two weeks now. So why? Like, do you know what I'm saying? So when is it okay? So it's just not okay to do it on the last game? You know what I mean? Like, we, we've seen teams do this all the time. So I don't know. I, I don't think anything comes of this. Um, I don't think anything. Oh, we got Jordan Santag in the chat. Um, yeah, I don't think anything comes of it. But, you know, drama, baby, drama. And then there was a report that came out that said the Mavericks are nervous that Luka uh, is going to request a trade. And then, uh, and then Luca came out and he was like, "No, I'm not." Uh, which I mean, like, what's Luca gonna say, anyways? I also, when when it's sources like this too, I mean, so many times front offices and other organizations will be like, "Yeah, dude, I'm pretty nervous. Luca's gonna ask for a trade." Yeah, because of course you want Luca to ask for a trade. Uh, Regulators said the NBA is considered relegate uh, as a punish relegation as a punishment for tanking teams where two of the worst NBA teams would be demoted to the G League. The only reason I I would love relegation, man. I would actually we're gonna keep the headphones off. It's too hot in here. I would love relegation, uh, but like I, they'd have to restructure it right because the G League that's like you know the those teams are connected, so it, you wouldn't be able to do it if the teams were connected. If it's like the Boston minor league team coming up. Um, uh, isn't the issue because they did it to make sure the Knicks didn't get it the pick? Yeah, and so that they get there. But do you, but still though, still, it's not like the Knicks won't ever get the pick. They'd get the pick next year. Do you know what I mean though? I'm like I get what you're saying. I just think like if they make this decision on the Mavericks, they're it's gonna they're gonna. I'm not saying that they shouldn't make the decision. I'm just saying they won't make the decision. It's gonna set a weird precedent. Um, so I don't know. I yeah, I'm I'm fascinated to see what's gonna happen. Uh, but anyways, that was like the drama. That was most of the drama for this weekend. Uh also like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Rudy. Uh D Rose says, I don't understand the Lucas story. That's silly. Of course the Mavs are nervous. He'd ask for a trade. Every team that has a star is nervous, they will seek a trade. Yeah. And because listen, they I mean, they don't have a lot of options, right? Like they've they've created a world where Kyrie Irving has leverage. Isn't that nuts? Wait, is it Daniel's birthday? Where did I miss the Daniel's birthday? Happy birthday, Daniel. Let's go, D Rose. Happy birthday, Daniel. Um, 
But you know what I mean? They've created this world where Kyrie Irving has leverage because what if if they don't sign and trade Kyrie or if they don't just sign Kyrie, they're just going to get nothing for Kyrie. And Jack Settleman, uh, sources say, uh, Jack Settleman tweeted out something yesterday that they're like, people are overreacting. Dallas is fine. Like, when's the last time Dallas has signed a free agent? And I think there's this misconception. It's like Mark Cuban, dude. Fucking Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, baby. But like, Name me the free agents they've gotten. Like, and I tweeted this out too. I tweeted this out. If the if Atlanta wasn't the dumbest organization in basketball and traded Trey Young, uh, traded for Trey Young instead of taking Luca, or if the Sacramento Kings weren't dumb as shit and took Marvin Bagley, we'd be looking at Mark Cuban way differently, right? Mark Cuban without Luca, I think like we're not talking about this like fun owner anymore this past season they let Jalen Brunson go which then he came out and said like oh it's his dad's fault sure you had an opportunity to sign him they were like open to negotiations way before uh way before free like the summer they they like they could have done it in January um they let Jalen Brunson go they didn't even sign and trade Jalen Brunson they did nothing with Jalen Brunson they got Christian Wood and JaVel McGee those were the signings this season Name me the last time anybody like went to Dallas as a free agent. It's crazy. I know Sean was saying the DeAndre Jordan story. Remember that? JJ Reddick went and saved him. Uh, D Rose this is also my two year anniversary of being on a team hold stream, ripping a season. There we go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Uh, anyways, I think Dallas is like legit in trouble. I don't know if Luke is going to go. I just don't see them getting better anytime soon. I don't see them getting better anytime soon. Anyways, all right, let's take a look at uh, some of the playoff matchups, and then we're gonna do um, we're gonna do some some fun fun uh, award end of the season award stuff because I, I put out a tweet thread yesterday. I figured we could talk about that. All right, let's look. Here we go. Let's take a look at the bracket. So uh, we'll skip the plans. We'll just do the two six. Uh, let's start in the East, Boston and uh, oh, I'm sorry, the three six and the four five. I guess the only ones we're talking about, uh, Philly and Brooklyn. Does anyone give Brooklyn a shot here? Does anyone give Brooklyn a shot to like make a little bit of a run? Um, I think Philly probably does this in five. It takes care of business in five. I know we like to make fun of Harden, um, but my guess, my guess is they don't have a problem with this. Um, I think Bridges will put up some great numbers. Spencer Dinwiddie's been on an assist tear, but Philly's healthy. Philly is healthy and beat is healthy. Harden is healthy. Maxie's good. Um, I don't know. I feel like Philly shouldn't have a problem here. Does any, anybody else? Chicken Frick says, oh no, this is an insane take chicken Frick. Oh my God. I uh, used to think eight and over Luca was a miss. Not so much anymore. Luca's Kyrie 2.0 toxic on every level. What are you talking about? This is an insane take. You guys are ready to ship off DeAndre Ayton because he was playing video games, Chicken Frog. You guys still don't like him. That is wild. That is wild. And why is he talking? Like, what toxicity stuff has he done? That is a crazy-ass take, Chicken Frog. Good Lord. That's fun, though. Um... Oh, you're talking about the playing game. Perfect Series says the higher seed needs one win. Yeah, so if uh, my the winner of Miami and Atlanta and the winner of the Lakers in Minnesota, uh, they uh, immediately are the seven seed, and they will take on the two seed. And then the loser takes on the winner of the 9-10 game, and then the winner of that game is the eight seed. 
You'll take Aiton over Luka all day. Jesus, you guys wouldn't take Aiton last year. I feel like I was the only one that was like pro Aiton last time we were here. Um, it's crazy. That's crazy. He's not Kyrie, but Luka's a terrible teammate. That Fine. That's different than Ky toxic Kyrie 2.0 and that you'd rather have DeAndre Ayton. That's crazy talk. Um, anyways, <clears throat> all right, let's take Philly in five. Philly in five. The Cleveland Knicks series is fascinating, right? We don't have uh, – I know Eric Fernandez is in the chat. Uh, anybody uh, Anybody got any Knicks takes? Like, do we think Randall is back? Are we going – is, that, is anybody taking the Bing Bong boys? Is anybody taking the Knicks here in the first round? I still think Cleveland is the better team. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. This feels like it could go seven. Like if you told, I think I'm going to take Cleveland in seven. Uh, but if you told me the Knicks beat them, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be stunned. I feel like this is going to be pretty close. Jalen Brunson's been awesome. Randall's been, when he's out there, he's great. Um, Quentin Grimes has been awesome. Emmanuel quickly has been good. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, Br or Brunson versus Mitchell will be fun. I feel like the Knicks could win. Fernandez says, you know it. Um, I, I wouldn't guarantee either team is pretty close. Yeah, that's what that's what I, I that's how I feel too. Like I, uh, a lot of my best ball bags, I have a lot of Cleveland in there just because it fit where I was drafting. Um, and I don't feel confident in that at all. Like I, I could see, I feel like home court advantage will matter here. That's kind of why I'm leaning Cleveland. Um, so there we go. Two best players on the Cavs, uh, Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley, probably with Darius Garland, uh, right behind. Um, Chickenberg, you guys were literally talking about how Deandre Ayton was a cancer in the locker room. That was like a conversation that was happening like five months ago. You, the coach didn't talk to him all season. This is crazy. This is crazy, crazy takes. And it's early in the morning. These aren't even comparable. These aren't even comparable. Um, all right. The problem with the Knicks is that they don't uh, win consistently at home. It's a bigger deal in the playoffs, especially with Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty close. It's going to be pretty close. I'm really excited about that series. Collins says Donovan Mitchell is clutch in the playoffs. Well, listen, I brought this up before. He's pretty clutch at losing and scoring 50 points. Right. Uh, he, he scores a lot of points in the playoffs. He does, but he loses a lot in the playoffs to Denver. Remember that series against the Clippers where Kawhi Leonard tore his ACL and they still lost. Um, but I love him. I love him. All right. So anyways, I think we're, I think we're agreeing. No one feels confident one way or the other, right? No one feels confident one way or the other. This is just going six or seven. Um, let's do the West. So uh, Clippers, it sounds like there's going to be no Paul George, right? So no Paul George for the Clippers. That means it's Kawhi and Russ time with a little Eric Gordon. Um, this, is this Suns and five? Suns and five? Um, I think that's where I'm, I'm leaning here. I don't think the Clippers, I mean, like Kawhi can be the best player on the court, uh, but the Clippers won't have, they'll have the maybe the best player on they won't because KD is better than Kawhi but say Kawhi is the best player in the series if Kawhi is the best player in the series they have the the first best guy and then what the sixth best guy cuz i'm probably taking Booker well maybe not Chris Paul at this point i don't know is anybody taking the clippers here uh MacTech is weird that we are in the best time of the year for basketball and I'm, you know what MacTech though i totally get that but here's what's going to happen we're going to get to tuesday and there's only going to be two games on 
and their winner go home. Well, not really. Their winner play a second game and go home. And then the same thing on Wednesday, same thing on Thursday. So I, I totally get that burnt out vibe, but it's going to be, you'll be right back in it. By Saturday, when we have like four fire or six fire playoff games, it's going to be great. Uh, Suns and five sounds very correct without PG. Suns and three. Mitchell was also like a 21-year-old. No, okay. If someone, I was responding to someone saying that Donovan Mitchell is clutch in the playoffs. That's it. That's it. I he had he did score 50 points and he lost in series. Yes, he did do that. Um, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm just saying. Um, let's see what else we got here. Clippers and Neverland. Yeah, if Katie gets hurt, I'm taking the clips. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's Suns and Five. All right, let's get to Golden State and uh like the bean. I think everyone has written off the Kings. Uh oh, let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. We haven't done a poll yet this morning. Let's engage with the audience, as they say. Um, Kings or Warriors? Uh, let's see. Kings, Warriors. All right, let me know. Uh, Donovan has one of the highest scoring averages in playoff. No, again, I said, what I what did I say, Stan? I said he scores 50 points, 50 points a game in series where the team loses. So you're right. He does have one of the highest scoring averages in playoff history. And I don't think they've made a conference finals, right? So if we say Joker can't get it done in the playoffs and he's made it to the conference finals, right? Embiid hasn't made it to the conference finals. He's played well in the playoffs. All I'm saying, very high score, incredible, incredible player in the playoffs on teams that have lost. That's it. Doesn't that mean he's clutch and his team sucks around him? I okay. I'm just saying you got to have that same energy for every single take, every single take. If you're, oh, it's not his fault. That's all. That's all. All right. Now he's Jordan. Are we saying he's Jordan? Um. All right. What else we got here in the chat? Work the poll. Yeah. Let's see how the <laughs> DJ local. Sixty four percent say Warriors, dude. I I'm I think this is closer. Uh. Yeah. The number ones, dude. They didn't get out of the second round. You're right. He was awesome in the regular season. So were the Utah Jazz. He scored a ton of points in the playoffs. And they lost. And they lost. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, um. All right. Let's, Uh. yeah, I think the Kings are going to keep this closer than people think. I think people are ready to just say Warriors and five. Uh, the Warriors and everyone's like, oh, they haven't been healthy. The Warriors were bad on the road when they were healthy, though, right? So when they did have Wiggins, Curry, Clay, uh, Draymond, they were still losing games on the road. So I'm not ready to just say that now that they have Wiggins back, who's yet to play a game by BT Dubs, uh, that they're going to go into Sacramento and light the beam a bunch. That being said, they have been playing really well down the stretch, and I mean maybe they are a slight favorite, but. I got the Kings have to win the first two games. I feel strongly about that. The Kings have to go to the Bay Area up 2 0. They need to go up 2 0. Uh, Jimmy Peacock's in the house. Also, but yeah, so let's let me check the poll again here. What do we got? 61% say Warriors, 39% say Kings. Yeah. I get all right. I'm ending it. I guess I'm going Warriors too, maybe like Warriors and six, Warriors and six. Because I do feel like if they split it, and then go win back-to-backs over there. I mean, if they split split in Sacramento, then go over and uh, play 
<clears throat> playing Golden State, win both those games. They're uh, Sacramento's in trouble. I will say, I think this path for whoever wins the 360 to the conference finals is kind of nice. And I know I've been pumping up Memphis a little bit. The news came out this weekend. Memphis did like a series of uh, weird news. Um, Mike, embrace your role as Donovan Mitchell, Skip Bayless. Oh, I'm not even out on Donovan Mitchell. I'm just waiting for you guys to make a compelling argument. All you've said is he scored 50 points in the playoffs. That's it. Um, but anyways, that, so that two, the, the winner of the, uh, two, uh, the three, six matchup is pro is playing the winner of the Grizz Lakers. And I'm not, I really don't want to get up here. I'm assuming the Lakers be the wolves beat the wolves, by the way. I really don't want to get up here and say, uh, I think the Lakers can beat the Grizzlies, but all right. So in the last, uh, 31 games, the Lakers are 20 and 11 playing better defense. Anthony Davis has been awesome. LeBron looks somewhat like LeBron. I think the Grizzlies are a better team. I think they are going to win this series. I am nervous about the Steven Adams stuff. So Steven Adams is done for the playoffs, it sounds like, or at least the first round. They And the reason we know this is they released rookie Kennedy Chandler, which is kind of a – not that Kennedy Chandler was playing, but it's really bizarre to, like, release a rookie as you're heading into the playoffs. Um, and the reason being is because they have no Steven Adams. They have no Brandon Clark. So really they have Xavier Tillman, and then they have Jaron Jackson Jr. as their two bigs. Um, that's it. They've got their they've got their two bigs. That's it. And so they brought up uh, uh, not Roddy Kenneth Lofton Jr., uh, who had like a insane game, uh, and he had an insane insane game yesterday. It was like forty two points and fourteen boards or something like that. But I do think that depth down low is going to be a problem. Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, probably. He's awesome. But if there's one thing about like Triple J that we know is that that he's like loves foul trouble. So if he gets into trouble and they're relying on Xavier Tillman and Kenneth Lofton Jr., I think that I think there's going to be I think there's a problem, and I think the Lakers are a team that can do that. Right? You've got Anthony Davis and you've got LeBron who can get down low and bang and post, right? And so I think that matchup is a little that's a little tricky. I also think like if the Kings ended up winning and going to the second round, um, that would be an interesting series because Sabonis would go nuts. However, because they don't play defense. Uh, it's just going to be the John Moran pick and roll show. And to go back to the Lakers series, I do think like with the way the Lakers play defense, one of the biggest problems that we've seen from the Grizzlies in uh, past playoff runs, and I think this remains true this year, is they rely a lot of their offense on transition, right? So creating turnovers, getting on the break, that kind of shit. Um, and then it's John Moran pick and roll. Those are like the two types of offenses they have you're not going to see the same amount of transition and turnover in the playoffs. That always happens, right? The The intensity from the regular uh, in the playoffs is different from the regular season. So you're not going to see the same type of speed. The game slows down a little bit. Um, we saw that happen when they played the Warriors last year in the playoffs. And I know Ja got hurt in that series, but you still saw that happen. So I, I'm a little bit nervous. I, it's weird. I feel both bullish and bearish, bearish on the Grizzlies. Like I do think the Grizzlies have so many dudes. Um, you know, they've got a lot of different guys that can beat you and Triple J. Bane's been awesome. I mean, Bane's probably going to be the series. Um, so I don't know. I, I I feel a little weird here. Uh, like, I feel like the Lakers could give them hell. I also feel like the Lakers have been, the Lakers have had to play so hard down the stretch just to get where they are that I wonder if they kind of ran out of, uh, if they've run out of gas a little bit. They're going to be relying a lot on, on Anthony Davis not getting hurt, has been logging so many minutes down the stretch. Same thing with LeBron. Um, D'Angelo Russell, we're talking about Austin Reeves. So I don't know. I we're how do you guys feel about um 
how do you guys feel about the Lakers? Let's say it's Lakers Grizzlies. Who are you taking? And while you answer that, I'm not going to do a poll. Just put it in the chat. Uh, Lakers Grizz, who do you got? But the whole point of that conversation is to see that, like, the Grizzlies matchup against the Lakers is so tough. I'm just trying to highlight that that 3-6 series between the Kangs and um, the Warriors. I feel like that's a nice path into the conference finals. And knowing that the, the Nuggets and Suns probably have to battle with each other before we even get there. Um, uh, D'Lo going to choke again. Grizz, 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 Grizz. All right, so most people are on the Grizz side of things. Was I regulator said frozen? Am I frozen right now? All right, that's our first Lakers. Perfect cereals, our first Lakers take. Bottavine says uh, Grizz. Maddie Harrison, maybe Lakers. Common Man says Lakers. I know it's close. It's close. Um, man, I'm excited. I'm a, I'm so excited. Uh, Perfect Zero said you can make an argument for five to six teams in the West to get to the finals. I know, right? Then that's the thing. Like I do, and no one's talking about the Nuggets. No one's talking about the Kings. I get it. The Nuggets have looked bad down the stretch. Nobody thinks they're real until they go, until they win a couple of series. Nobody's going to take them seriously. But the fact that we might get a Nuggets, uh, Suns second round. And then we on the other side, we might get Warriors Lakers, Warriors Grizz, Kings Lakers, Kings Grizz in the second round is fire. That's going to be awesome. And then and if the Warriors go to the conference finals, then you're getting like Warriors and Nuggets or Warriors and Suns, both very exciting. Like there's so many different paths to just exciting basketball. Nuggets have defensive issues, Superluminal says. Uh, I, that's the like beauty and grossness of the western conference right you can go you can pick apart every single team the denver nuggets they have no defense they have no defense uh the memphis grizzlies they have no depth with big men right it's jaron jackson jr xavier tillman and that's it after that uh so no depth in the bigs and they rely on transition offense who's the three seed the kings like historically don't play defense you thought the nuggets don't play defense the kings do not play defense um, and they're fresh. As Top Shot Tesla's pointed out a bunch of times in the chat, they don't have playoff experience. The four seed is the Suns, who seem like they have the best pathway to the championship, but you're relying on KD, who gets hurt in warm-ups sometimes, Chris Paul, who's my age, and then like their fifth starter is going to be somebody like Torrey Craig or Josh Kogi, right? You go to the five seed, Clippers don't have Paul George. You go to the six seed, the Warriors have like one of the worst teams on the road. They like compare to the Spurs and the Rockets. You go to the seven seed, we'll assume it's the Lakers. You have LeBron and AD who are very old and are going to have to do it on the road for the, the rest of the way. The eight seed is the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they are punching each other in the 82nd game of the season. The nine seed is the Pelicans. They've already said Zion's not going to be back. And then the 10 seed is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like every single team has a massive flaw which makes me think the Eastern Conference is going to be the champ this year. Whether it's the Bucks, the Celtics, even the Sixers, honestly. Whoever comes out of the East, I feel like dubs, dubs. Um, but it's the West is wild. We're going straight to the wild, wild west. Uh, all right, let's do uh, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Rudy, as we're going to give away a little Top Shot moment here in a little bit. Um, 34 entrance like that stream subscribe hashtag rudy let's reset the stage a little bit of what we got going on for the rest of the day right so we're cooking we're cooking with a little uh so rare mlb live before lock today we'll have a playoff show tomorrow for the nba uh we're doing a giveaway over on our twitter we also have a big summer league announcement coming up soon a bunch of short form content we got a lot of stuff coming at you this week so we're very very excited i'm sure we'll do some playback 
Eastern Conference Finals is the NBA Finals for sure. Man, I pray. I pray we get a healthy Celtics and a healthy Bucks. That's what I want to see. Uh, what if it's Cleveland Nuggets final? Unlikely, but are you still taking the East? Maybe. No, 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 no. Denver's better than Cleveland. I think Denver's good. I know nobody wants to give Denver any credit, but Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic in the playoffs are insane. They're like what, you know, when we were talking about Donovan Mitchell, same thing, except they won the series. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for what they can do. Uh, also, um, shout out, shout them out. Like they're watching, but the dunker spot, Nikias Duncan and, uh, Steve Jones, they, uh, they're under like JJ Reddick's, uh, two for three or three for four, two for four, whatever their podcast network is now. Uh, but anyways, I was listening to them on the JJ Reddick podcast and we're talking about, um, talking about their defense and how bad it is, but also like how uh, it relies so heavily on rotations. They were talking about Michael Porter Jr. being uh, just having that like seven footer basically closing out on the wings. Um, I don't know. I think the Nuggets are going to, I think the Suns are the favorites to come out of the West. I do. I think the Suns should beat the Nuggets, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Uh, Andre says the East is winning. If someone from the top three, make it in the East has a set. If the East has a Cinderella run and four or lower makes the West win. Yeah. Jamal had one good year in the postseason. Uh, I think everyone needs to hold a fire a bit on how good they're saying he is there. I mean, he's been pretty good every time they've been in the play. Or I get, did he only play in that one? I thought he played in two playoff series, uh, two playoff years, but maybe it was just that one. Didn't they go to the, when they lost to Portland in the second round, right? I can't remember. That was so long ago now. That was so long ago now. Uh, Suns can win without CP3 this year, at least. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think they need like a B-minus version of Chris Paul. I think if you're relying on campaign as your starting point guard, uh, it's going to be tough. If a top three team in the East is really, is it really a Cinderella? No, no. He was saying if it's not the top three. So if it's four or lower, if it's four or lower. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else, uh, uh, playoff wise that we want to talk about. I wanted to, I did a thread on my, um, on my favorites here. Let me share screen here again. We'll still do this. Uh, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Rudy. I'm going to go over to my Twitter. Also, this was a lot of fun. There we go. Shout out succession. I'm not going to spoil anything. What a stressful episode last night, but I wanted to, uh, I did a thread yesterday. Wait, where is it? I thought I, where is it? All right, hold on, stand by. All right, here we go. So I figured we could just do go through this today since the people are voting now, right? We're voting on uh, NBA awards. So I went through, did a list. I'm sure people will be pissed off a bunch. Um, so I'm excited to do it. So the MVP, let's do the MVP first. Also shout out Rob Hubel, who we got in there. Um, <clears throat> all right, NBA MVP. I got a beat uh, first. And then I put, even though no one likes him, just because that's what he said. And I think that's hilarious. But I think Embiid is your MVP. I don't think, I think it's going to, when the votes come out too, I don't think it's going to be super duper close. Uh, I said Giannis is going to finish second over Joker. I don't know if people think that's a wrong take, but I, I think with the way the Nuggets handled Jokic the last like three weeks of the season where he like barely played, uh, Nuggets lost a couple of games. And beat is the best play. I mean, I'm sorry. Giannis is the best player on the best team in the league. I feel like he moves into second there. Um, and then Joker third, and then I threw Ben Simmons fourth. Then I'll get Ben Simmons some love. Um, yeah, also, great point by Sean. Uh, he said campaign and Biombo both got hurt, so that could be uh, that could be an issue. I, I agree. I agree. Um, did I miss anything else in the chat? Uh, all right, here we go. Let me keep going. So 
<clears throat> six man of the year. I think it's going to be Brogdon. Um, I do think it's going to be Brogdon. And uh, quickly is going to finish second, and Portis is going to finish third. I think this is the hottest. Well, I thought this was going to be the hottest take because I know everybody's been hard as hell for our friend uh, IQ and the Bing Bong Boys. Uh, however, I think uh, I think Brogdon's going to be the one that wins it. And Vegas ended up agreeing. It was funny. All of a sudden, like I guess the smart money came in, and everybody bet on Brogdon. Um, IQ for six man of the year. Your man's missed 20% of the season. He did. Malcolm Brogdon missed 20% of the season. Well, luckily we can fact check that in real time. Best uh, Andre, we can go to basketball reference. I don't think he missed 20%. That's interesting. So we're going to look up Malcolm Brogdon in the year 2023. Uh, he played 67 games this year. So 67 of 82. Is that 20%? I don't know. Is that what that is? Let's see how many games to quickly play. Um, I, I think, uh, I still think Brogdon's going to win. Um, so that's, I think that's fine. I don't think, uh, I think if quickly wins, that's not a problem though. Like, I think it's close enough that, uh, I think that's close enough that, oh yeah, quickly played 81 games. Wow. Um, you know what? I, we talked about this before. I think it's interesting. Like, do, do people, um, do people agree like, does the six man have to come off the bench or is part of the six man being available to start if you lose someone you know what i mean because i th i think and i don't want to hear knicks fans or celtics fans weigh in um anyways i think it's gonna go brogdon quickly and uh portis brogley brogdon quickly and portis uh and then if i'm wrong listen all the bing bong boys you can just scream bing bong all the stuff wait which part which part is the whole point i provided two options i provided uh two two options um anyways here we go matherin has better stats than all those guys oh get out of here gross 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 um all right let's go most improved it's okay off the bench okay um so then it should be brogdon because quickly's numbers vastly improved when he was starting when brunson missed time and then when he was inserted in the starting lineup anyways most improved player of the year is Lori. i'm going to the army marking in uh sga and then zion williamson for the jokes i don't think anyone's gonna disagree with that one i think it's Lori. Uh, coach of the year, Mike like the Beam Brown. OKC Thunder uh, is the second option. And then Joe Mazuz for third. Defensive player of the year, Jared Jackson Jr. And then it's all of the Bucks, All of the Bucks. Um, Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, uh, Giannis, the rest of the Bucks. Give it to them all. Um, give it to them all. Uh, let's keep going. What else we got here? uh rookie of the year paulo uh then a big gap jalen williams and walker kessler i think everybody agrees paulo uh and, and then i had some fun nba storyline of the year like the beam sj is a superstar now people getting big mad about the mvp nba investigation of the year this was fun uh we had dallas mavericks tanking uh john moran all the john moran and then Ime odoka Ime odoka who's now in like every uh coaching vacancy which we should talk about houston rockets fired steven coach silas like while the ball was in the air before the game ended uh Dwayne casey's also stepping down as the piston coach and then nba who of the year jenathan williams justin Manaya, john butler jr all portland trailblazers here i'll, I'll throw this into the um I'll throw this into the chat so if people want to go get mad about it, they can go get big mad. Uh, but anyways, I'm glad I'm glad the NBA uh, the NBA MVP conversation can just be over at this point. I'm ready for that to be donezo. I don't want to talk about it anymore, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm happy and beats gonna get it. Then he can be quiet. 
Uh, Fernandez, who is an X fan, just my opinion, but many of the quintessential six men of the year, Odom, Manu, Lou Will started the same, if not more games. Did Manu start the same amount of games? Anyways, I don't care. I still think Brogdon's going to win. Uh, but if, if he wins, I think that's fine. I think quickly has been awesome this year. He's been so fun. My favorite thing about quickly is the Knicks fans. Like every time I've gone to a Knicks game, which I think is only two or three, uh, is just so fun. People love them. They go nuts for quickly. Uh, I want Nick Nurse to Detroit so he can take over for Casey again. There you go. Guaranteed chip if he does. It sounds like Nurse is going to be going to Houston. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. I think Sean Grant is talking about Markel Fultz in the chat. Dude, that story is awesome. The storyline of Markel Fultz, mwah, beautiful. Um, all right. So uh, just a reminder here. We're going to do some So Rare Live Before Lock for baseball in a few hours today. Uh, and then we'll have a basketball version tomorrow. I wanted to talk about something that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, funny, like what a, what a dumb, dumb, uh, so, all right. Uh, tweet goes out Friday at five o'clock, Friday at five o'clock. Uh, I won't talk about this too long, but, uh, cause I don't think it's a huge deal, but, uh, Dapper is adjusting their, uh, employee play policy or they're attempting to. Uh, and so they tweet out from, let me find it first from the Dapper Twitter account. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Dapper. Hello, Dapper. This new policy. And I thought that was interesting. I thought the timing was pretty fascinating. So, uh, cause I don't know how many people engage with this one quite a bit, but here we go. April 7th. And this was tweeted out at 5 22 PM. So 5 22 PM on a holiday weekend, Friday at 5 22 PM at a holiday weekend from a Twitter account that literally no one engages with. No one engages with this account, right? Wild, wild. Um, this is like Friday news, news dump stuff, right? And then I was like, okay, well, don't worry. I'm sure this will be tweeted out elsewhere too or whatever. Nope, no other accounts retweeted. And then you go to, let me see if I can find it here. It's not posted in any of the discords or anything like that, uh, except for, except for, again, the highly active, uh, dapper discord, which most of you probably left already because it's a guard. It, there's nothing happening here. It's got nine reactions. Same thing posted at five 20 on April 7th, the holiday weekend, nine reactions. And then you go over to the general. Uh, and then again, uh, posted in here five 20, uh, and then nothing like nothing at all. Uh, so the tweet is an updated, uh, policy form. So it's, here we go. I'll, I'll share it again. Um, and it's just one of those things where, like, whatever. I don't give a shit if the employees can participate. Weisberg did a long thread uh, highlighting a few of the things that he was like, this is concerning. Uh, whatever. I don't really care. I, I think there's, like, great arguments on both sides. Yes, it opens them up to for a little bit of vulnerability. Um, but I also think it's, like, good for employees to participate with the product a little bit. Um is that because they the play policy affects all of the product uh, products and not just Top Shot? Absolutely, I think it does. Yeah, but uh, but perfect cereal. Don't you think like if you are legitimately trying to get feedback from people, if you really want? Okay, here's a good example. When I was um, in college, in college, I was student government president. Uh, yeah, brag dab on them, dab on them. I see going in uh, in my senior year, right? We were making like a pretty big policy change when I was there. And one of the rules is that it had to be, uh, if an, if a, a policy change happened, it needed to be posted outside the student government office. Cause this is like before email was cool, I guess, uh, for 48 hours. And 
I knew that it was something that we needed to do. I forget what the policy was, but it was going to be a little bit unpopular around a couple of the popular groups, something to do with budgets. So I put it out there Friday at five and then I left it out there. Nobody saw it because it was the weekend. No one's paying attention to student government anyways, but let alone on the weekend. Right. And then everybody was mad afterwards because like, yes, I followed the rules, but I did it in a way that no one was going to be able to do anything with it. Right. And that's what this is. So it's like, this is, what's the right word? This is like manufacturing, not manufacturing. Um, what is the, um, what's the word when you uh, tinker with something on purpose? Uh, wow, my God, why am I blanking on the word? Orchestrate. Anyways, whatever. My point is that that was not a sincere reach for feedback. That was not a, that's not a severe, that's not like a, that you're not sincere and you asking for feedback there. Manipulate. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Manipulate. Sean says the question will be whether or not there's a wall between the employees and the requirements for future challenges. If they front run them with inside information, that'd be pretty bad. My point is I don't even care about that. This is like the same stuff that I've been talking about from the very beginning. Like if you really wanted feedback, you ping us. 14,000 fucking times a day about all of the 80 million challenges going on. But this is the one time you just put it in the Dapper Discord. If it's going to affect all Dapper products, put it in the Top Shot Discord. Put it in the All Day Discord. Put it in the UFC Strike Discord, which is another Discord that pings 14,000 times a day. And then Friday at 5. And then, of course, like I put in a little feedback into the, I'm in like a community builders uh, chat. And it's just like, crickets crickets so nobody actually um nobody actually paid attention to it um <clears throat> anyways what uh matt says so you were enrolled at a previously all-women college then became president for your yeah the patriarchy is real i know i know um so I, that's my point i think like uh i i think it's i'm not opposed to play policy i'm not i don't care i don't really care Somebody should be using this product. I don't care. My point is, I just like, I'm begging them. I'm begging them just to like use common sense. Uh, Joshua says, hopefully new users aren't deterred and think, well, if the employees can buy, does that mean why what they haven't bought yet isn't great? Yeah, I mean, that that's a good point too. I mean, there are a lot of caveats, but here's the thing. Like have an honest discussion around this if you really want our feedback. And if you don't want our feedback, but you're just trying to do it because you pretend that you want our feedback, then don't. Don't lie to me. Just don't just don't ask me for my feedback then. Don't ask me. But don't pretend like you're listening to the community. This is the same thing about the monthly communications that we get in blogs, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, open book. We answer all questions. Don't worry about it. But then, like, there's no reminder to, like, the only reminder we get to submit questions to the, to be answered in the blog is when the blog comes out. So I just – I don't – I'm not – I. And I'm sure like some of you heard because I know like JBB posted something in the Discord. And I've mentioned this before. They were talking about rolling out an affiliate program for like 10 years now. And one is one is rolling out relatively soon. I, I think you'll get more information on it this week. And um, and that's great. And like so now I know there's some some people are nervous that like content creators and different community members are going to get information before everybody else. But of course, like in any time something like this happens, you know, all of their purchases are going to be monitored. So they'll know if something weird's happening. But again, it's just one of those things when you like constantly, constantly like do this, man. Like, why is this so hard? 
And like, did they think people were just going to spend their like, dude, you know, on Good Friday, dude, on Good Friday. That's what that's what we do. That's what we do. I don't know. Anyways, it bummed me out. It bummed me out. Yeah. And I, I like I reached out to them and I was like, dude, I, I hope the plan is to, to ping the discord and stuff. But I, I I don't know. And you know what? Maybe nobody gives a shit. Maybe nobody cares. But I do think like the last time this employee po play policy came up, there was a lot of a lot of concerns, a lot of and, and a lot of like excitement around it. I know there's some people like like I remember uh, we did a show and Veerman and Tandy came on. And they talked about the pros and cons and Janie was here and pack rip or uh, Sean was on the stream as well. Uh, and there was like a good dialogue back and forth. I think there is value in it. I think there's value in those conversations around it. Um, and I think there's value in a policy like this, but again, it's just like another move that reminds you that like, they're not serious. They're not, it's not a serious company. It's not serious people. It's not serious people. Um, like they just continue to do this and until, and people will always be like, dude, Zakarin, are you in on this pack? Are you buying this pack? Are you, what are you buying on the marketplace? And uh, my answer has been the same. It has nothing to do with like EV. Oh, it's got a little to do with EV. It has nothing to do with like the pack being worth a lot or the moments not being great or whatever. Right. I just am looking for them to string together a couple of moves that are W's. And I don't mean W's for the community. I don't mean doubles W's for my wallet or my account valuation. I just mean like, stop putting the gun in your mouth. St you know, stop shooting yourself in the foot. And every time they do something like this, it's like, oh yeah, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. And people could be like, oh, why are you fudding, dude? Just, just connect and collect, dude. Just get what you love. Like, have a good time. I actually like that the market's down. Because the market's down, I can get whatever I want for like $2. And you're going to be like shutting the hell up in a couple weeks, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't care. I don't care. My, my moments are locked. Whatever. It's fine. Just like. I mean, because nobody, nobody saw that announcement except for the people who like, again, they literally could announce, Hey, we're going to do 14,000, uh, no 14.4 million Theo Penson moments. And people are like, yeah, let's go Penson, right? Like no matter what move they make, that's going to be the reaction. And you saw that people were like, dude, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. They put the, they put the blog out. They want to hear from us. But I think anybody who stepped away from that and saw that tweet go out or saw the Dapper Discord announcement. Dude, literally the only time people... We've gone into the Dapper Discord two times. One, when it was first announced because we thought it was going to be a big deal. Second, when Roham did a text AMA. Those were the two times anybody went in the Discord. Um, and that's where they decide to put it. It's like, come on, you're not serious. This is not a, This is not serious. This is you. This is you being able to come back in like two months in the next, in like the May blog post where they're like, oh, dude, congratulations on the playoffs. Uh, the moments have been great. This new thing has been dope. And listen, the employee play policy has been a success. Thank you so much for your feedback. That's all they wanted to do. Like, yes, they technically, they checked the box. It's like the Rooney rule. It's like the Rooney rule for announcements. Anyways. They're doing it because they said they could do it. That being said, um, I think we're going to get some cool playoff announcements this week. So I'm excited for what they're going to be doing. Andre says, I don't know why, but I've been buying more moments lately because I like to collect sports items. Feels good to buy what I want and not be worried about profit. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, can employees so rare? Uh, can so rare employees buy so rare? No, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Only because there was a conversation around that recently, and because uh, they were saying, "Oh, they should be able to do it," and they were like, and everybody was like, "No, they shouldn't." So I'm almost, I'm almost positive they can't. And I, again, I'm not saying one way or the other is right. I'm not. I'm more, uh, I'm more interested in them showing me they're serious. That's all. Um, yeah, Josh. I also always like Josh. Josh says, I like your stance. Just uh, wait until see. Yes, exactly. That's all I want. I just want to see them like do good stuff. You know, I do think the playoffs is going to be the step in the right direction. I'm, I'm pretty excited about what it's going to look like. Um, I'm pretty excited what it's going to be look like. Um, all right. I think we're going to let's uh, let's spin a little giveaway now that I ended the show on a poo poo note. Uh, again, I'll do some baseball content a little bit later today. Maybe we can steal G done from Disney and see if he can come on and talk a little baseball. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll be back for that. We'll do some more basketball stuff tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of short form content coming out uh, this week that I'm very, very excited about. We're working hard on it. So get excited. We're going to have a good time. Uh, if you win this uh, giveaway, shoot me a DM at Mike Zakarian or in the Discord. Let me drop a link into the disc oh no i think i put all the links in the uh in the show notes so you can find everything over there but yo it's monday we made it to the playoffs no more bad basketball well that's not true we'll still probably have to watch the heat play a couple games but no more like tanking basketball we're gonna get some real lineups some real basketball players playing basketball games we're gonna get some playoff series i'm very excited um we're going to be doing some underdog content this week, too. It uh, looks like we're going to see some overlay, which I'm excited about. But uh, let's get this giveaway. Last call. Like the stream. Subscribe. Hashtag Rudy. Uh, and then if you win, I'll send you a little DMZs. Uh, make sure you're following us at Team Holden NFT as well. Uh, we're doing a fun little so rare giveaway over there. All right. Here we go. If you win, shoot me a DM. Here we go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's going to be... Veronica, let's go. This rig, hashtag rig, Veronica with the W. But in honor of Veronica, we're going to play a Veronica video. I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Happy Monday. Hopefully the weather's warm where you are. It was supposed to be 70. It's like 40 right now. I'm pretty pissed off about it. But I hope you guys have a great day. We out. <laughs>